You're listening to Tall Americano with Rob Clark. So Rochelle and I went out the other night, and I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this story, but it was just one of those days where the kids were just kind of driving us crazy. So we said, you know what? You guys get ready for bed, watch some TV, we're going out. And so we drove to the brand new Tim Hortons that just opened up by our house. Now, some of you that live here in Canada, you're probably rolling your eyes at us right now because their coffee is horrible. Unless you fill it with cream and sugar, you know, the classic Canadian double-double, then, then it's pretty good, but then it's just cream and sugar. Anyway, back to the story. Even though it's tall Americano, uh, we decided to get some tea. They have steep tea there. We decided, let's just get out of the house. We're going to go there. We're going to enjoy some steep tea from Tim Hortons. And it was a brand new one. So it, they were trying to do more of that cafe feel. They're trying to make it feel a little bit more, uh, not like Tim Hortons. Now, if you're not from Canada, you, you may not know Tim Hortons. Like it, it's, a, it's a Canadian staple. Like if you're in Canada, you know Tim Hortons. There, there may be nothing more Canadian besides hockey and Tim Hortons. But as we're sitting there in this brand new, trying to look more like a cafe, they had this mural up on the wall. And this mural was kind of like some old advertising from Tim Hortons, which started back, I think, in the 60s, maybe late 60s, definitely blew up in the 70s. And on the wall, they had this sign about being always fresh and had a list of their donuts. And it made me think back because I moved to Canada in 2001. And so we actually did go to Tim Hortons from time to time. And, and back in the day when I was into the cream and the sugar in my coffee, and we'd get the double-double, and we'd always get the donuts. And the donuts were actually pretty good. Like, and in fact, I would say they were great. I was a big fan of the Tim Hortons donuts. But at some point, something changed. Like the donuts just weren't the same. Because even though their slogan is always fresh, it applies to their coffee and not their donuts today. Because see, at one point, the donuts were cooked every night. They were baked fresh every night. And so the next day when you're getting a donut, it's going to be a fresh, good donut. Not that long ago, and I don't know exactly when, but there was a change that was made that the donuts are no longer baked fresh. See, there's something called par-baked, and this is something that I had to look up because I didn't know what it meant, but basically they're made in this factory where they're partially cooked. They're, they're partially fried, but not all the way. And then they're shipped out to all the different restaurants throughout Canada where then they are finished in the cooking process. And so they're frozen and then partially baked and then we get them. And so obviously not as fresh as how they used to be back in the day. And so it got me thinking a little bit, like, who is Tim Hortons for? And, and that's the question that I was thinking, like, who, who is it for? Because at one point, Tim Hortons was just simply coffee and donuts. That, that's all that they had. They were coffee and donuts. Now, they started to expand throughout Canada, and they opened up a lot of stores. They were making a lot of money. But still, the question was, who is it for? Because in the recent years, Tim Hortons partnered, or I guess it maybe was more of a mergers with Wendy's. And then not much longer after that, they merged with Burger King. But then actually Burger King itself was mostly owned by this Brazilian investment firm. And so it's got me thinking, who is the company for? Is it for this Brazilian investment firm, which probably raises money from other people and wants to buy companies to make more money for these people? Or is it for the franchisees, 
the people that actually own the Tim Hortons. Because when this par-baked idea came out, they actually were upset about it because one, the donuts weren't fresh anymore, and two, it actually rose their cost. And now it about doubled the cost per donut because now the donuts were assembled somewhere else, partially cooked somewhere else in a factory, and so they had to pay for that cost. And so now they're getting a product that customers would say isn't as good as it used to be, not as fresh as it used to be, but now these people that own these Tim Hortons, they're paying more for that inferior product. But at the end of the day, it's making more money for the parent company. So as a customer of Tim Hortons, I'm getting a less than standard donut. I'm getting a donut that used to be amazing, and now it's so-so. It's convenient, but it's so-so. And now the franchisee is making less money for every donut that she or he sells. And so really, who is Tim Hortons for? Like last year, I think that they made around $3 billion, and the stores are blowing up. I think there's something like 5,000 stores in over 14 countries. So Tim Hortons isn't, well, it's not Canadian anymore. I mean, it's still ingrained in our culture. And when you say double-double, every Canadian knows what that means. If you're a baby, you know what a double-double means here in Canada. But ultimately, it's owned by investors in Brazil, and it's and it's not even necessarily for the franchisees, the owners of the business, and, and they're still doing fine. So I'm not, not saying that we need to cry for them because I think they're doing quite well. But at the end of the day, ultimately, who is Tim Hortons for? Because the donuts are no longer as fresh as they used to be, and the franchisees are having a harder time selling those donuts and not making as much donuts or not making as much money per donut. And so ultimately, I think that we can apply this to other aspects of our lives. That ultimately, the people that are making the decisions are the ones that are getting the money at the end of the day. The investors that want more money, they're the ones making the decisions. That's why stores are opening and closing. That's why now the menu has sandwiches and has french fries. Last night at 9 o'clock when we're enjoying our steep tea, we're watching a lady hose down this microwave that makes french fries. And so it's not necessarily really fresh, and it's really not amazing, but it's just a convenient fast food. And in Canada, there's like twice as many Tim Hortons as there are McDonald's. And there's McDonald's everywhere. So you understand that these stores are now everywhere because that's what the investors want. They want more stores, and they want the best, most efficient way to make these donuts and to sell everything that's going to eventually affect their bottom line. And I think the average Canadian, even though they're still going to go through the drive-thru and get their Timmies and get their double-double, uh, they're probably, at the end of the day, not as happy with the donuts as they used to be. And they're probably not overly thrilled about the food products, but it's convenient, and they're still going to pay for it. It's a Canadian thing, and that's just what we do. But there's other things that as we look into our own lives, it's maybe a valuable question that we can ask is, who are we doing this for and who is this for? And so whether you have an idea or a product or a service, it's a good question to ask yourself from time to time, who is this for? Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And it would mean so much to me if you left a rating or a comment. Reach out to me at any time at thisisrobclark at gmail.com.